Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ufiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina Wa min siyyiati a'malina Min yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa min yudlil falahadiyalah Ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه أما بعد يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ثم اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah يا عباد الله You have to get the kernel in check before Ramadan قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون الله تعالى he says what translated means fasting has been prescribed upon you as it was prescribed upon those who came before you in order that you attain taqwa in order that you attain taqwa and this is the wisdom behind fasting is so that we could reach and attain taqwa what taqwa the ulama they explain a taqwa akh bil waqaya it is to take a shield baynak between you wa bayna adhabillah and between the punishment of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the way in which we gain that shield on that screen between us and between the punishment of Allah Azza wa Jal is by doing those things that we are commanded to do and by staying away from those things that we are prohibited from doing. This is how we gain a shield between us and between the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the acclamation that fasting helps to bring about is that we become individuals who do that which is correct and stay away from that which is wrong 
We do that which is halal and we stay away from that which is haram. This is the acclimation that fasting is there to train you so that you are acclimated upon doing what is right. With that being the case, with that being the case, then we have to know that the kernel is a problem. Now, inshallah ta'ala, we will come to know in depth and detail who is the kernel and why this kernel is such a problem and why we have to put them in check before Ramadan. Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Man yadhumin li ma bayna lahyayhi wa ma bayna rajlayhi adhuman lahu al-jannah. Hadith rawahu al-Bukhari. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said what means, whoever guarantees for me that which is between his mandibles, that which is between his jawbones, meaning what? His tongue. Whoever guarantees for me their tongue and that which is between their legs, meaning their private parts, then I guarantee for them Jannah. Then I guarantee for them the Jannah. Qal al-Hafiz the meaning man adda al-haq alladhi ala lisanih that whoever fulfills the right that is upon their tongue min nutq bima yuhibbu bima yajibu afwan al-nutq bima yajibu alayhi that the meaning of this is that whoever they fulfill that which is wajib, the rights of their tongue, meaning that they speak with that which is obligatory for them to speak with and that they are silent upon that which does not concern them. And as the ulama, they explain as it comes in a hadith, من حسن Islam المر تركه ما لا يعنيه That from a person's good Islam is that they leave alone that which does not concern them. They leave alone that which is not their business. What does that mean? لا يعنيه لا They leave alone and abandon that which does not benefit them. If it doesn't benefit you, it's none of your concern. If it doesn't benefit you, it's none of your business. That from a person's good Islam is they leave alone those things that do not benefit them. So here we understand from that, that what is intended by that statement, being silent upon that which does not concern him, meaning that they are silent about that which does not benefit them. If the speech is not going to benefit, is not going to benefit the situation, not going to bring to them any type of benefit, then what? Then you don't say it. If there's no benefit in it for you, then you don't say it. Now, that in which will get you in trouble with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then bila shak wa bila raib, undoubtedly, it is from that which does not benefit you. It is from that which does not benefit you. So therefore, it is none of your business. You don't have to say it. You shouldn't say it. Don't say it. Why? Because it'll get you in trouble with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this governing of one's tongue, then this is necessary if we want to go to Jannah. If you want to go to heaven, you have to govern your tongue. And that tongue, that's the kernel. That's the kernel, 
You gotta put him in check before Ramadan. And then the Prophet Sallallahu said, and that which is between their legs, that whoever guarantees that which is between their legs, meaning that they utilize it in a way that is halal. They utilize it in a way that is permissible. And they do not utilize it in haram. They do not utilize it in the commission of that which is prohibited. That they use it only in a way that is permissible. That whoever utilizes their tongue in a way that is permissible and utilizes that which is between their legs in a way that is permissible, then the Prophet ﷺ, he said that I will guarantee for that person Jannah. Then I guarantee for that person the Jannah. So it is incumbent upon us that we do not spoil our fast, that we do not ruin our fast by the recklessness of our tongues. As the Prophet he said, Man lam that whoever does not leave off statements of ignorance, does not leave off sinful statements and actions in accordance to it, and ignorance, then Allah is in no need that they leave off their food and their drink. This is when in Ramadan for the person who is fasting. If you're going to continuously speak with foolishness, continuously speak with that which is haram, continuously backbite, spread namima, tales, lies, things invented upon the, the Muslims, infringing upon their honor, so on and so forth. If you're going to continuously utilize your tongue in a way that is haram, then what is your fasting doing for you? How is your fasting benefit you? When the fasting is a means by way in which we will gain taqwa, which is that shield between you and between the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, between the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whoever does not leave off statements of falsehood and actions in accordance to it, and they do not leave off ignorance, they don't leave off bad speech, bad actions, acting in an ignorant manner, then Allah is in no need that you leave off your food and your drink. So we have to get ourselves ready before Ramadan. Get ourselves ready before Ramadan. Because these are characteristics that we are to have inside Ramadan. These are characteristics we are to have after Ramadan. These are characteristics we are supposed to have every month, every day, every year, all of our life. These are the characteristics that we have to have if you want to go to heaven. هذا أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه. كما يحب ربنا ويرضى ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah يا عباد الله We have to get the kernel in check There is no way around that And the tongue Why is the tongue the kernel? person may ask. Why is the tongue being referred to as the kernel? Al-lisan qa'id 
Al-A'da. The tongue, it is the kernel for the limbs. The kernel for the limbs. Naam. Fil-Istiqamah, as relates to whether those limbs are upright, judge, or whether those limbs are crooked and they're not upright. A person may come in and say, well, med dalil. What is the proof that the tongue is the kernel for the actions? What about the heart? I thought the heart was that mudra. That if it is upright, then all of the body becomes upright. Naam, that's true. That's why the tongue is the kernel. Because the heart is the general. The tongue is the kernel. And the heart is the general. As we'll come to see. And what is the proof of that? There comes a hadith and Abu Sa'id al-Khudari radiyallahu ta'ala anhu annahu qal that verily he said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said إِذَا أَصْبَحَ بْنُ آدَمِ that when the child of Adam wakes up the son of Adam likewise the daughter of Adam when the child of Adam wakes up when the human being gets up in the morning time فَإِنَّ الْأَعْضَاءِ Then verily his limbs, his limbs, كُلُّهَا All of them, تُكَفِّرُ الْلِسَانِ تُكَفِّرُ الْلِسَانِ Inshallah Ta'ala will come back to what that means. That they make takfir on the, the, the tongue. They make takfir upon the tongue. فَتَقُولُ And they say to it, اتَّقِلَا فِينَا Fear Allah as relates to us. فَإِنَّمَا نَحْنُ بِكَ Because verily we are only following your lead. فَإِنْ أَسْتَقَمْتَ أَسْتَقَمْنَا If you are upright, we will be upright. وَإِنْ إِعْوَجَزْتَ إِعْوَجَزْنَا But if you are crooked, then we're going to be crooked. If you are astray, then we're going to be astray. حديث الرواه والترمذي وابن خزيمة وصححه وكذلك صححه الالباني. This hadith is صحيح. على كل حال the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that every morning our limbs to كفر اللسان they make takfir of the tongue. What does that mean takfir of the tongue? علماء they explain they they explain that what it is the meaning is يخضعون له that they submit themselves to it. They submit themselves or humble themselves to follow its lead. This could be understood from تُكَفِّرُ lisan. Naam. Also, what could be understood from تُكَفِّرُ lisan? Ay, تُنَزِّلُ الْأَعْضَاءُ تُنَزِّلُ الْأَعْضَاءُ اللِّسَانَ مَنْزِلَةُ الْكَافِرُ بِالنِّعْمُ Is that the limbs, they put the tongue in the station of a kafir of the bounties. Meaning that the tongue is in the station of one who is ungrateful. Because kufr, as it comes inside of the text, sometimes it comes and it bears the meaning of being ungrateful. That one is ungrateful. And when one reflects upon this meaning from the standpoint of the language and, 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 and the many yani, nuances that enter into the meaning of the word kafir, when one looks to the disbeliever, then they see what? They see a gross ungratefulness as relates to what Allah Ta'ala has given them. 
that Allah Ta'ala has given them everything but yet they turn and they disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They utilize that which Allah ta'ala has given them to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They utilize that which Allah has given them to associate partners in worship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is this except for ungrateful? What is intended here is that the tongue will utter and will express its ungratefulness and thus the, the limbs will fall suit and they will follow after the lead of the tongue and that is why we got to get the kernel in check the ulama they explain that the tongue it translates upon that which is in the heart that which is in the heart where is it expressed upon the tongue it is expressed upon the tongue so that which is in the heart will come out upon the tongue and thus subsequently what the limbs will be affected so in the speech in which a person he, they, they, they talk then they will have an effect upon the rest of the body they will have an effect upon the limbs the manner in which a person talks then you will find that what their limbs will follow suit so if a person is speaking all types of profanity and things like that then you're going to see that what that their actions are going to fall in line if a person is talking with righteousness, with the dhikr of Allah, with calling to good, forbidding evil, with reading the Qur'an, reading the books of knowledge, reading the statements of the Prophet wasallam, then you will find what? You will find that his limbs, they will follow suit. His limbs, they will fall into play. So you find that this, this, this tongue, the ta'thir that it has upon the limbs, it will be imma bil khayr wa imma bil sharr. It will either, it will influence it in good, or it would influence it in evil. And you have to remember that what? The heart is the general. So we cannot, we can never afford to abandon the cleansing and the cleaning of our hearts. And if you want an indication as to the health of your heart, as to the cleanliness or lack thereof of your heart, then check your kernel, check your tongue. If your tongue is one, that speaks with vileness, if your tongue is one that speaks with deception, if your tongue is one that speaks with lies, if your tongue is one that speaks with fabrications, if your tongue is one that backbites the believers, if your tongue is one that slanders the believers, then this is an indication that your heart is filthy. This is an indication that your heart is sick. This is an indication that your heart is dirty. This is an indication that you need to be cleansed. And if you find the opposite, then this is an indication of good heart health. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to increase us in the health of our heart and to cleanse our heart from the evil that is contained therein and to make us of those whose hearts are good, those whose tongues are good, those whose limbs are good, those who are good, those who are good, those who are good. And the indication of this is what? Is that kernel. Make sure you get your kernel in check before that kernel destroys your Ramadan. Faqimu salah.